Little Miss P and Blue Period just sounds like a funny combination even though they're completely unrelated. (laughs) Two period manga. (laughs) But different kinds of periods. Welcome back to Mugging Your Ears. My name is Corey, Helen, and April are with me. Hi, everybody. Hey, you. I just about to say Helen and Corey. I'm like, man, been in, <laughs> been in too many Different podcast, today. different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, this episode, we are going to talk about Joy by Exuko from Kurancha. We thought this was uh, a single-volume manga, but it's not. It's apparently just a two-volume manga, so we're pretty close. Um we're going to talk about the first volume here. We might talk about the second one later on if there's anything relevant or fun to talk about with that. But anyway, uh, and then the next one is Blue Box from uh, Shonen Jump app. Um, I don't know who wrote that because I'm not looking at the Wikipedia article right now, but I pulled it up right now. So it's Koji Miura. Um, but anyway, talking about joy for... Wait a minute. Nope. Forgot some stuff. Uh, Five-year anniversary for us just yesterday. Uh yeah, that's hard to believe. Mm-hmm, yeah. Our first episode was July 12th, 2017, covering Solomon and my lesbian experience with loneliness. Uh, this pandemic has really done a number on everyone's sense of time, so if you had asked me five days ago, how long I, how long have you been doing mugging years? I'd be like, I don't know, three years. Um, that's what it feels like. That's yeah. exactly what it feels like is three years, and I'm like, it's not. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, here we are. Five years of uh, podcasting about manga. Um, wow. Happy to be here, everybody. Uh, but anyway, so, first thing here, Joy, um, it's about Go, he is a, a 26-year-old who is a 10-year manga vet, he's been writing manga for, since he was 16, uh, shoujo manga exclusively, um, and his assistant is, uh, Akune, who is also a mangaka, but, uh, draws more children's manga, it seems, uh, four-panel manga, and he also does backgrounds as Go's assistant, um, and also, uh, Akune is gay. Uh, and in this first volume, Go seems to give off strong, uh, ace vibes. I don't know about you, if you felt that, Helen, but, um... Nah, nah, I, I felt repressed and confused vibes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it could be that too. Or, uh, exclusively that. Uh, especially by the end of this volume, we realize that Go, if, um, he is not straight, he is, uh, or if he's not bi, he is at least... Wait a minute. No, if he's not straight, he is at least bi. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> You'll get it, Corey. Yep, yep. <laughs> Again, too many meetings this morning. My brain is complete mush. Um, uh, but this manga is really just about Go and uh, Akune and their um, their bugging relationship. Uh, Akune realizes that he is the um, subservient person in this relationship. He's the assistant to Go. Go's manga, so he doesn't want to be the one to make the move. Go doesn't realize that he has any feelings for anybody. Um, but I thought this was uh, pretty cute, pretty interesting for uh, for one volume. At, at two volumes, um, I think it'll work really well. Uh, wrap up the the story without being um, too overbearing or uh, or getting too far into anything. Um, but yeah, I kind of like this manga. Uh, shoujo manga artist 
and he doesn't really have any interest in love, but he has enough interest in, I guess, storytelling that he's able to do this successfully for 10 years, but then he's asked to draw a BL, and that's when he really starts to explore his feelings, because first he has a uh, pretend, he pretend likes Akune, but then he real likes Akune. He, does, he doesn't tell Akune this, he's, yes. he's just, in his mind, he's like, well, if I liked him, how would I feel about it? And it's, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how you really get into the mind of a BL artist and uh, a BL character, is you have to pretend <laughs> to be gay. Um, no other way. Um, what did you two think? Um, I thought it was cute, and now knowing that it's two volumes, I think that's the the perfect length for it. I think the thing I really liked was they they kind of talk about like their own journey as manga artists. Like They both have their own struggle as artists. And I can't... Was it Akune's friend that told Go like um I, I, I can't remember I don't know if I remembering it correctly, but they had a friend where he just basically insulted him and said something yep. about like him not being a real manga artist or something similar to that. I just thought like that part of the story was interesting where they kinda dealt with like how they felt about their careers or whether or not like their careers were really important or whether they mattered or why they liked to draw. I liked that part. I thought it was really cute. I enjoyed it. Yeah, specifically that, like, manga, is, being a manga artist is not a real job or something like that. I just find it kind of funny that we have multiple manga out there about men pretending to be women who are shoujo manga artists, when I'm not actually aware of any instances like that in real life currently of just men doing shoujo manga art. Because when I started reading that part, I was like, oh, this is like Nozaki-kun all over again. <laughs> but, but less um, funny. Yeah, intentionally less funny. funny, Yeah, intentionally less funny because Nozaki Kun is definitely a comedy, and this is comedic at points, but it's definitely not a comedy. But um, I just felt a little bored by this one. It's not to the point of dislike quite, but just the characters didn't really grab me. And this is a very small cast of like four people tops, basically, like arguably four. You could make arguments only two. I think we meet at least one of their manga editors at one point, so I guess five people appear in the series. But yeah, I just wasn't really connecting with any of the characters, which made it kind of hard for me to get invested in his, you know, how do I actually feel about this friend of mine? Uh-huh. Yeah, Hibiki is the um, the other Akune's friend, who is implied oh, to be right. his boyfriend, because they, they were caught sleeping naked with each other, which is a pretty good indication that someone is... Um, if not, sexy times. Yeah, if not a partner, then, you know, uh, friends with benefits, I guess. Uh, but that was not the case. And, I mean, the latter may have been the case, but the former was not. Um, yeah, and then there's the, the neighbor for uh, Go, who I don't remember her name, but she is married to someone who we never see. Uh, and they have known each other for a long time. Um, and then also the editor is the, the fifth character. But, yeah, uh, that's, that's the main two are really the ones that we only have... Um, character development with like Hibiki is there pretty much exclusively to be antagonistic toward um toward Go and to kind of push that storyline forward uh but you know despite that I liked it I thought the art uh, or the character designs um well exclusively the eyes were pretty interesting uh in the way that those were drawn but like the backgrounds I noticed this I'm fairly poor at noticing like uh backgrounds in manga and I apologize to all manga artists for this because I know you work hard on them or your assistants work hard on them but like uh, I didn't notice them at all and that's because there's barely any in the entire manga uh, I don't think that's a flaw but um, notable. it is kind of funny since they make a 
they, they say at one point that like Akane Kun is like especially good at drawing background art because he was insulted for having poor background art at first. <laughs> so that does make it somewhat ironic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not that I think that it needed it, but it didn't really have like a a sense of place. Like I noticed that there weren't a lot of backgrounds either. So if you, I feel like I say this every podcast, but it, but if you didn't care for the characters, there's not really much else to care about in this one so i could see where helen's coming from that if you don't automatically hook onto the two main characters um you don't have basis of where they live etc it's really just about the relationship between the two of them and for me that wasn't a bad thing but i could definitely see how if they don't grab you in the beginning yeah yep and i like these two characters i think they're pretty cute together and um i do like manga about manga artists i think the it's always interesting to see the different ways that people depict their own profession. Um, but, you know, it, it could be better, sure, but I think it was cute as it was. And now there's a second volume we have to read. Yeah. Yeah, it was really confusing since I had thought it was announced as a one-shot, and it was only, like, a few days ago when I was squinting at the cover, and I was like, wait a minute, this says volume one in very small text. And if you read to the end of this volume, it even says, you know, end. It doesn't say, like, volume one end. It just says End. And the author is making comments about, oh, I couldn't fit in all my bonus stories. They're going to be in something else completely unrelated, you know? So it's like, do we really need a second volume? Like, at this point, the two of them have started forming a romantic relationship. I think they've already banged. If not, they came real damn close. Um, I mean, hands were down pants, so. Yeah, hands were down pants, which makes me think that, you know, they went all the way. (laughs) Um, It was like, do we really need another volume? I feel like... I'm not interested in reading the second volume because I fear there's probably going to be just like some wheel turning, I guess. I, I, I'm kind of expecting it to do more of a will they, won't they, even though they kind of are. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I just, have, I just don't have great faith in, <laughs> in these characters. Yeah, and I mean, I think the only thing to be resolved here yet is uh, Akude. Well, I guess how well is goes Beyond Manga going to do, which I'm, I'm much less interested in, but Akune and his bugging career, like, he just got this illustration job, um, and he might have to step back from being Akune's assistant because of the illustration job. Uh, so, you know, we'll see. And this is, the manga, by the way, is, like, his second career. He was formerly a... Um, I forget what specifically, but he, he was in... Uh, taking care of children in like daycares and stuff. I don't mm-hmm. think he was specifically a teacher, but he was fired because he was gay or forced to step down because they found out he was gay. Um, so this was kind of like the career that he backed into, which he's fine with now. But um, Hibiki was not okay with that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what a, I don't know what a second volume would be besides that. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe like a lot of bonus stories. Uh, Anime Planet listed this at 16 chapters, I think, and there are eight. Uh, in this volume, six or eight, I think, in this volume. So, um, I mean, I guess I'll see when it comes out, or we'll see when it comes out. I'll read it. Maybe not Helen. <laughs> I would report back to us. All right. Uh, anything else before we move on to Shonen Jump? I feel a little bad that we don't have much to say about this one. It was a little light, I think. I liked it, but it was a little light, so I figured that there wouldn't be a ton to say about this one. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take a short break, and we'll be back to talk about Blue Box.
right, welcome back everyone. Uh, we have decided to make good use of all of our uh, Shonen Jump subscriptions and actually read some current stuff on there. I'd definitely been seeing people talk about Blue Box online before and it'd been on my to-read list, but that is partially what this podcast is for, just making us actually read things on our to-read lists. So Blue uh, Box is a manga by, uh, I think it's Koji Mira. I don't think we've gotten anything else by them before. Don't know if this is their first work or not but it is centered around two high school students. We have Taiki, who's on the boys' badminton team, and he's kind of meh as the story starts out. Of course, he's got the dreams of going to nationals, and either as a single or as a doubles player. Um, folks who listened to our Taiku podcast episode on Salaryman's Club will understand more about badminton now. Um, and he's got a little bit of a crush up for this other girl he sees, uh, she plays basketball, not badminton, and is a year above him. Her name is um, Chinatsu, and he's, you know, starting to talk with her, trying to work up his courage. He's really sad that she's going to be going away, though, since her family's moving to America for a job for a couple of years. But then he comes home one night and realizes, oh, Chinatsu's mom and his mom were old high school buddies. They played on the basketball team back then. And since going to nationals is also really important for Chinatsu, she's just going to be living with his family for a while. Um, fewer romance, rom-com hijinks ensue than you would expect from having two teenagers of opposite genders interested in each other living under the same roof. Honest to God, barely any hijinks there. It just sort of seems like Taiki has gotten, like, his mom the best sister ever, or his mom has gotten, like, the best daughter ever, I guess is a better way to phrase that. (laughs) And so the two of them are progressing through high school. I really don't have a good sense of how much time has passed since the story started, I think it's only been about six months, but I'm not sure. Um, Both of them have been really improving in their sport of choice, you know, making strides towards getting to nationals. But of course, they haven't gotten there quite yet, or at least they haven't won because, you know, this is still early on in the manga. And there's also a third person involved in this love triangle. Her name is Hina. She's one of Taiki's classmates, and she's Um, Also an athlete, she does rhythmic gymnastics, and she's aiming for nationals as well, because I guess Japan just has national-level competitions for every sport. I don't know if we have that in American high school sports, but I feel like we should if we don't. Um, In case people couldn't hear, I have a dog nearby. Um, uh, This was... hmm, I enjoyed reading it in the moment, but I'm not sure I'm going to seek out this one to read week to week, if you know what I mean. This might just be something where I forget about its existence for a few months and then remember and binge and catch up. What about you guys? Mm, I liked it a lot, but I think I feel the same as you, or maybe I wouldn't read it week to week, just because when I was... Well, first off, I read the whole thing between 11 o'clock last night and now. So I mean, I think, the, the chapters aren't long, but that is 60 chapters. I think... Um, I don't know if I'd want to read it week to week. I think maybe I'd want to sit down and probably go through it all when it gets when it has more chapters um but i i really enjoyed it i kind of enjoyed the mix between like a sports manga and then i don't know if i get i guess you would call it a romance manga i don't know it just feels like i don't know kids being kids i guess i thought it was cute i enjoyed the characters and i haven't gotten all the way through what is it blue flag but it kind of made me think of that series a little bit or i had some of the same like internal feelings as i was reading this one so i, I actually really uh, enjoyed this one blue flag blue box that <laughs> blue sky feeling blue period i feel like there's too many manga with the name blue in them and i don't know why 
I also have no clue what the blue box they're referring to is about. Did either of you guys notice or figure out what that's a reference to? I have no idea. Mm-mm. Like, Mm-mm. it took me embarrassingly long time to realize that the Lo- Love All Play anime was a reference to the beginning of a bad Nathan game where they say Love All Play. <laughs> like, blue box, I have no idea. Uh, but I like it. I like it a lot. I've been following it week to week, or um, as close as I follow Jump Comics week to week, because sometimes I forget for a week or two. But uh, <laughs> since its debut, um, I mean, I'm interested in all of the sports manga that drop on Jump. Uh, I really want to want them to succeed, because I want to read uh, sports manga. Um, and I thought this one was pretty unique, because uh, I mean, it focused on Taiki pretty much exclusively uh, in terms of the sports aspect of it, so it's a ba- another badminton thing in this badminton resurgence, I guess, because there's been like five other badminton anime recently. Um, but I thought it was unique with f- uh, following both badminton and basketball, and then like very, very tertiarily uh, rhythmic gymnastics, which like we don't see any competitions there. We just kind of see what's going on with Hina. Um, and you know, you see the, the growth in Taiki in like getting better. He's only a first year in high school, so like he's not going to be that great. Uh, but Badman provides you with more opportunity because I think they just like shove everybody in a in a particular uh, region into one big bracket. Um, so you're actually playing as a first year on like basketball or baseball necessarily, where as a first year might you might not play unless you're extremely talented. And Taiki is not like extremely talented, but he's pretty talented. Um, and you know, if you were to list the genres. It would be sports first, and then romance second. <laughs> Maybe badminton first, basketball second, and romance third. <laughs> yeah, like, it's not super sporty in the sense of there's no long, drawn-out training arcs. Mm-hmm. We do see the characters perform in a sport almost every chapter, or at least we see Taiki, like, running or doing strength training, training every chapter. And the athletic sequences are drawn really nicely. I really do like Nura's art here. But in some ways, it feels a little bit more just, like, high school drama coming of age with sports involved yeah yeah that's a much better description it doesn't feel like ace of diamond or kuroko's basketball or uh, even something like touch um mitsuragaki's touch or cross game where those ones were uh even less heavily sports related than the other ones but this one seems to be um Maybe maybe at about that level, but like even touch had like a lot of long baseball games, and this one hasn't had any of those. Uh, I mean, it had a little bit long badminton matches, but not like episodes long. If you were to translate this to anime, do you guys think this one's gonna get an anime? I can't tell. I feel like it might be a little too quiet for um, what I associate with you know weekly Shonen Jump anime adaptations. I could see it like as a drama, maybe not an anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure about the anime part. Like, I thought the there was a martial arts manga in Jump not too long ago. I thought that one would have been pretty good and uh, would have gotten an anime, but that one was canceled. So this one, I don't know. It might just stay as a manga. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm wondering how long it will be because we're up to 60 chapters and I feel like the relationships are going somewhere. I just wonder. Um, I just wonder how long it will be yeah. overall. I definitely thought this one would have been canceled a while back because I liked it and it sports. So. <laughs> uh, I, I know that fear so well. There's like a couple of more oddball series I enjoy over at Manga Plus and I'm like, okay, for the love of God, nobody cancel this. Mm-hmm. But it seems like the ones that are only on Manga Plus that run in like 
the digital version of Weekly Jump seem to have like more staying power, or it seems like they're more flexible with them. But yeah, this one's got 60 chapters. I don't think it's getting canceled anytime soon. I think it has survived. <laughs> yeah, the cross managed lasted about this long, and it was canceled too. Shush. Mm. Yeah, every time I'm reading chapters, it pops up. You know, read similar series cross managed. I'm like, oh man, I wish that one had gone on a bit longer. You know, that was getting really fun by the end. Yep. Yep. And it does look, uh, to go back on the previous stuff, it does look like this is Koji Mira's only manga, or at least only major manga. Um, he or she, I, I think it's a he, does not have a Wikipedia article, uh, not a Wikipedia article, an a and article, um, like one of the uh, really robust ones, just the like basic one that says, story or not, on Blue Box, and exit has a Twitter account. I mean, who doesn't have a Twitter account these days? True. They post but yeah, I guess we don't have quite quite as many thoughts tonight in general, since this one is a rather straightforward series. It's definitely nice. I think all three of us would recommend it, even if April and I might not be the first ones chomping at the bit to read every week, unlike Corey. But um, it's cute. I, d- I don't feel like I wasted my time reading it on the Metro when I was trying not to become motion sick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard I... to read manga when riding backwards, you know? <laughs> it's just kind of hard. <laughs> I would imagine so. Yeah, I read my jump manga in uh, in order of the ones that I like the least, the ones that I like the most, and not that I dislike any of them. Like I like all of them because I'm spending my time reading them, but uh, I like some of them more. Is my point. And Blue Box is near the end of that. So. Yeah, I was gonna say if you don't like them, don't read them. Like right. nobody's saying you read this. <laughs> we, we talk on the internet for completely free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was reading the uh, the new Assassination Classroom one. I forget what it's called. Oh, the elusive samurai. The elusive samurai. Yeah, I was reading that for a while, and then I was eventually like, I don't like this. Why am I reading it? I didn't even realize I didn't like it because I was like, well, maybe it'll pick up a little bit, and it's like, no, I just don't like. It. Yeah, the premise of that one hasn't really interested me, so I haven't picked that up. Honestly, I'm not reading too much of Jump these days. I'm reading Kaiju Number Eight and Spy Family, of course, mm-hmm. and reading a couple of things on Manga Plus like Oshinoko, which just got licensed by Yen Press. So you guys can bet your butts we are definitely talking about that at some point. It's also had like a lot of like talking about manga recently and manga creators, which I think is definitely our jam. But yeah, just not much from the Shonen Jump proper for me. Mm-hmm. And I guess that makes sense since none of us are um, teenage boys. I was one. I, was. I, I mean, you were one, yeah. but this was like half a lifetime for, ago for you at this point. <laughs> yes, indeed. That's horrifying. <laughs> time. Age. But speaking of time progressing... Uh, Corey and I are going to be at Otakon in just a couple of weeks, and since Corey edits and puts this episode out rather quickly, you have time to hear about that and mm-hmm. come see us at our panel. When is the panel going to be? Don't know yet, <laughs> but we are doing Four Boys by Girls, the woman who makes shonen insane in manga, and Corey's also got a sports anime one. What's that one called again? Yes, Chris uh, from the Gaiku Podcast and me, the the first Chris, not the second Chris. Um, I don't rank them, but the first one that came anyway. Uh, <laughs> We are doing sports anime you don't know, uh, where we're going to talk about a bunch of uh, sports anime that you may or may not know. Yeah, I definitely messaged Corey at lunch today, and I was like, hey, were you watching Want to Be the Strongest on the Funimation account, or do I have a ghost in here? Mm-hmm. Sure was, because I needed to figure out a clip to put into the panel. So, Ogacon people, you're going to see some Want to Be the Strongest, you're going to see some two-car, and you are not prepared. <laughs> I don't think anyone has ever prepared for two-car. Mm-hmm. Well, then I think we might just wrap it up with a shortish episode tonight, and that's okay, because then you know what that means? It gives every, all of our listeners more time to go out and read this manga, you know? <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. 
So, Corey, where can people find this podcast online? Uh, yes, you can find the podcast online on Twitter, at Monging Your Ears, and you can find all of our episodes over at taikupodcast.com. That's T-A-I-I-K-U. Uh, I believe it's taikupodcast.com slash manga is just where you can find all of, the, all of these episodes specifically, but I also do have, like, menus where you can drop down. Uh, but we're, anyway, where can we find both of you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Mondiorin. I'm still reading manga at 12.30 at night, the night before the podcast. So you I mean, I do that regardless it. of whether or not we have a podcast. <laughs> well, I thought, I was like, okay, I'll read 30 chapters of Blue Box. And I was like, this is really good. So I'll just finish all of it. It, it, was, a, it was a good choice. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say don't be like me. Don't keep reading manga that late at night. I keep making bad life choices about this. Yeah, I've been reading Vinland Saga really late, and now I'm just like really tired every day. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter, sometimes yelling about manga way too late into the night, at Wandering Dreamer. And you can find the other place where I talk about manga, light novels, etc., over at theosg.com. I do reviews, and I am also on their podcast, where recently we were rounding up everything that happened at Anime Expo and all of our thoughts on spring season shows and summer season shows. It's been it's, it's been a lot of shows this year. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter, at CompassionateK, and uh, it's actually taikupodcast.com slash series slash manga, but uh, just go to the website. You'll find it. I do like that if you search and nothing comes up in the search box, it just says, we haven't done that yet. <laughs> yep. That is a custom thing, too. So I like I found that somewhere, and I'm like, oh, I can put what you, whatever you do in the search, and I put that down. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's it. Same an episode. We'll see you in I, four um, weeks because of Otakon. Yeah, because we've decided not to record uh, two days after Otakon mm-hmm. for our, all of our sanities. <laughs> <laughs>